0: You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple.
1: Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. You good? I'm okay. Yeah, you, you, uh,
1: I'm a little under the weather, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. Let's go.
0: Yeah. You, 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 you coming out of it though.
1: I'm coming out of it, but they say that when you're getting better, you cough a lot. So that's what's happening.
0: Okay, so those so of you who are listening, if you listen, we're going to keep it very, very real today, so if you hear a a cough or a sniffle or something like that, you know, you know ahead of time what's happening. Now, listen, I'm excited mm-hmm. to have this guest. Um just to give a little bit of background before you say who it is, I've had the privilege of being in an event um as a presenter and she was a presenter as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say it was great mm-hmm. that, that is, that is such a downplaying word for what she, <laughs> what she presented. Aww. But I, it really, it, it, it stuck out, um, resonated with me and I, I was crossing my fingers as I sent her a message. I was like, man, I hope she said yes. Because <laughs> I really want to get her on the podcast. So I am really excited that she said yes. Who do we have?
1: We have Monica Tanner. She is an expert in marriage and entrepreneurship, and I'm really excited to talk to her. She also has a weekly podcast called On the Brighter Side. Is that right?
2: That's right. That the the and then there's a little squiggle and it's called Marriage
1: entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs>
2: yep.
0: Yeah, that and and I we're excited, right. right? Because of what she does as it relates to marriage and entrepreneurship because of the journey that we're on right and so we're going to dig into that but first we just want to say monica thank you so much for your time thank you for joining us we are really happy that you did that yeah
2: oh, you're like flattering me i don't like who is this person you're talking about I'm Super are excited to meet her <laughs> uh,
0: cool cool so here's what we're going to do um i want to start with I, let's start at the beginning Let's go all the way back to the beginning, right? What was the journey that led you to the space that you're in right now? Because those of you who are listening, you'll get an opportunity to um, connect with her, right? And you'll see what she does. But there are some things that she, some offerings she has, some things that she speaks to that are really powerful pieces of information that can help fuel you. So where, what was the journey to get to this point? Is this something you've always wanted to do or to talk to us about that?
2: <laughs> well, it's been a long, incredible journey, but if you want me to really start at the beginning, we can <laughs> talk about how I was born into this amazing nuclear family, right? I had a mom, a dad, a dog, and a brother that was four years younger, right? And I thought life just couldn't get any better. And then I turned 12 and my parents announced that they were getting a divorce. And I was like, what? It completely rocked my world, changed the trajectory of my life. And obviously I turned out fine. So um, that's all good. But as a pretentious 12-year-old, I kind of dedicated myself to this search of what makes a marriage strong and lasting. Like I was taking notes. Mm -hmm. I would go to friends' houses whose parents were Seemingly happily married and I would just like, what are these guys doing? Right. So uh, went to college and um, had uh, studied uh, child development and sociology with the intention of getting my master's of social work so I could work with families. And um, instead, the summer after I graduated with my bachelor's, my Prince Charming rode in on his white horse, swept me off of my feet, (laughs) canceled my graduate program, moved several states away to get married and start our family together. So I kind of jumped into the real experience of getting married. Uh, before I could, you know, have any real formal training on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I already felt like I had studied it. Like I was going to be so good at marriage. Like there was (laughs) nothing I did not know about being married. Right. So um, what happened was I was really good at it for a while. And then we started having all these kids. Right. And after (laughs) my third kid, I was like, I am not good at marriage. Like I suck at marriage. (laughs) (laughs) who allowed me to do this thing, right? So I was like, I'm not good at raising these kids. I'm not good at being married. I'm not good at being an entrepreneur. I am not good at anything. And I kind of just hit rock bottom. Oh. Wow. And um, it was kind of the point in my life where I realized that all the coping mechanisms that I had You know that had gotten me this far were not going to work anymore, and Mm -hmm. I was going to have to just get vulnerable and ask for help and recognize that I couldn't do this on my own. And um, that was a real turning point for me personally as well as in my marriage. And so um, fast uh, backtrack a little bit. My husband and I had a business together, so um, he he graduated from college and we started our business. So that was kind of my um, you know first soiree into marriage and entrepreneurship. We, we mm. ran that business together until that that incident with the after the third kid, and I was like, I can't do it anymore. So uh, at that point, we pulled me out of the business, and I was, you know, just this a uh, stay at home mom for a while, which was awesome. I loved my kids, um, but I also felt like I I needed something that was just me because I I was kind of lost in this whole like who am I? I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I clean up macaroni and cheese and I wipe Mm -hmm. noses Mm -hmm. and wipe butts. And, but like, who am I? Right. And so I started my own business at that point. And um, it was always kind of viewed in my family as a, as a jobby, right? Like Mm -hmm. I I made a good amount of money eventually. um, But it was never like, taken very seriously by anyone. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I I ended up selling that business. And then when my fourth baby finally went to school, I was like, okay, it's time for me to figure out what I'm going to do when I grow up. Again, I revisited this idea of I wanted to help married couples. So I started a graduate program in marriage and family counseling. And um, I made it about a year into that program and decided that I did not want to be a therapist. Like that wow. was the last thing. Wow. Really? Wow. <laughs> because I decided I wanted to help uh, couples stay out of the therapy office. Like I gotcha. wanted to help them with this, the skills and strategies that would keep them close and connected mm-hmm. and not ever, you know, at the end of their road. Gotcha. So I dropped out of the program. I got super depressed because I was like, yeah, I want to do this thing. I have no idea what to do or how to do it or who's ever going to listen to me because I've had no formal training at all. But I had years mm-hmm. of real life training, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I had this incredible neighbor came over to my house. He said, you need to start a podcast. And for some reason, I listened to him. I've since learned that you always listen to him. He's <laughs> very wise. Um, but at the time, I didn't know really why I was listening to him. But I did. I started a podcast about three years ago and have just kind of zeroed in on this um, helping married couples, but also defining success. Because what mm-hmm. does success really even mean, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so through the process of of me you know, starting a business with my husband, so we've we've been entrepreneurs together, starting my own business that nobody really took serious, and then starting this podcast in the ensuing business that I was like, you guys better take me seriously now. I, I feel like I've really, really understood the challenges that come with marriage, family life, and entrepreneurship. So I'm wow. still in the trenches learning with everybody else, but I I feel like I've I've developed a few strategies that I, I can share. That's, that's
0: all, that's an awesome story. And you know, you know, what, what I love about this, your story is that for those of you who are listening, it speaks to something that we say all the time, that it is a journey.
1: Yeah, it's a journey,
0: right? And, and we'll dig into the, you know, the, you know, marriage and entrepreneur relationship, but you have to look at it and understand that it's a journey. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I think where we kind of get sidetracked is sometimes we see individuals who where it looks like they had no journey, Mm -hmm. like they just (laughs) stepped out of bed and were like, great. (laughs) You know know what I mean? Yeah, And, And but we don't see that or we don't hear the backstory. Right. We see the greatness, but we don't see the years of the tug of war and the back and forth and. The different scenarios that come into play. So I I love that. And something I want to pull out, right? I I have any. I want to pull something Okay, so I'm going to let you go first because we haven't even asked for any trade secrets, but I don't know whether you know it or not, but you dropped a couple. So it's one I want to pull out, but go ahead.
1: I just love that you said that you recognize that you needed help. And a Mm. lot of times we don't either. We're too proud to Mm -hmm. say, you know, man, I'm really messing this up. I need to help. Or we don't even realize that we need help. We think that, you know, we got this. Yep. Even though we're doing it all wrong, we're like, I'll just figure it out myself. I love that you recognized and said, I need help with this. Yeah. You know, that makes it less overwhelming.
0: It does. Yeah. It does. And and, and you,
1: also that takes strength to, right. to admit that right. I need help. Because who wants to often, admit that I don't? I don't I can't figure this out for myself.
0: And that's good you said that because often we feel like when we get to the point where we need help, that's where we're at our weakest. Yeah. But it really takes some strength to be like, "Ah, uh, you know what? I I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah. So you stole mine. Cuz okay, that was sorry. it. <laughs> <laughs> you stole mine. So for those of you that are listening, do not get to a place where you ignore the Mm. opportunity to ask for Mm -hmm.
1: help
0: yeah yeah don't don't do that um and and as you can see when you when you check out monica and you go to her website and you listen to her podcast you'll see that you know it that that was a good thing it was a very good thing so so okay so let's keep going right so now you've started a podcast how how was the beginnings of that right because i'm i'm kind of going i'm trying to go somewhere as it relates to you know the process, right? We really want to hone on the process because there are folks who, and for us, I'll be upfront with you. We're going to pick your brain during this conversation because we are trying to grow something as well and looking for that that balance, right? So, as you started this, talk about the beginnings of that and that process and what that took and what was the prep like and the you know what did you have to do to get into that?
2: Yeah, so. Uh, I love the idea that, of of like, like ignorance is bliss. When I started my podcast, I had no idea what all went into a podcast. I just, I kind of, my, my friend who I I told you about, he was like, start a podcast. And I was like, I don't know the first thing about that. That would be ridiculous. What would I even say? And his advice to me was start talking and you'll find your voice. And I was like, okay, simple enough. Right. And he sent me, you know, he sent me a document and it had like, here's the uh, equipment that you need. Here's this, 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 you know, here's where you learn about podcasting. And, and I was super ignorant. Like, I didn't know what I didn't know. So I just started talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I like followed the steps and I started talking. Right. I look back now and I listen to those beginning episodes. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it was so bad. But I knew that I wasn't, I didn't sound very good at the, at the beginning. Like nobody gets to skip to the middle. You have to start at the beginning. Right. Yeah. So like, I remember going back to him. He he was a very experienced podcaster at the time. Right. And I remember going to him and saying, I don't think I sound very good. And, and I'm not, I'm not sure I'm very good at this. And he was like, that's okay. Nobody's listening to you. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I was like <laughs> I'll just keep going then right and he's like you've got about 30 episodes to figure it out right mm. like people are going to give you that kind of you know runtime yeah. after about 30 episodes you should probably know what you're doing and so I did exactly that I did 30 episodes and then I took a break and I was like okay I I, I scrapped out 30 episodes it was cool experience i'm either gonna get really good at this or i'm gonna scrap it right Mm -hmm. and so i took a few months off over the holidays it was kind of like over christmas and stuff and i was like if i miss this january 1st i'll figure out how to like edit some music and do some stuff right so i did that so that was after about a year and um then i went back to it because i missed it and i thought it was really awesome I wasn't making any money or anything like that. I was just really speaking. I was just like figuring this whole thing out, right? Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I was like, "All oh, right." I went back to him and I was like, "I'm ready to make some money. I'm ready to um, like make more impact." But what what do I do, right? And I was like, "I, I like I know some stuff. Like I, I and I'm really curious about some stuff, but why? I don't know why anyone would." would pay me for my knowledge or like believe that I knew anything. Right. Mm. And so he's like, well, you should do a summit. He's like, so, mm. you know, reach out to experts in your field and, and ask them to to talk with you and you be the interviewer and you kind of be the, the, the vehicle of, of, of people learning about whatever subject you really love. So I was like, sweet, we're doing the epic marriage summit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I just reached out to these people that, that I felt like know what they're talking about when it comes to marriage, right? And um, one of them was Alex, who mm-hmm. I think connected us. And so that was like the coolest thing I'd done, like, because I got some pretty amazing marriage, you know, speakers and authors and, you know, coaches and just people who know their stuff and I became kind of on the same level with them right because mm-hmm. I was interviewing them and I was learning from them but I also appeared with them and so that really I think kind of launched me into mm-hmm. the like okay now I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. um so and that the, the people that I met through through doing that have become my peers now like mm-hmm. now we do things together and um, so so I think that was really my my jumping off point and then I just recently relaunched the podcast and now I have like now I have some really good intro outro kind of stuff mm-hmm. that just didn't exist before so <laughs> you know it's all a process like you said it and is it, a, process. a process and, it,
0: and it's and it's encouraging too so so for those of you who are listening it may not be a podcast for you it may be you know, some some other area of business. It may not be business at all. It may just be an area of your relationship. It may be something in your family. It may be just a, a goal that you've had or something you wanted to put together in the house or whatever it is. Just understand that. And, and to use your words, Monica, you can't jump to the middle. Right. You, ha- you have to start That's at the beginning.
2: That's a big trade secret. Everybody sucks at the beginning. You got to start at the beginning.
0: That's yeah. golden. Yeah. That's golden. And it's encouraging because mm-hmm. often we feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm not good enough. And so I'm not going to, right. as opposed to I'm not good enough, but I'm just going to keep trying to knock this thing down and learn and grow and research and do what I need mm-hmm. to do to get to where it is I want to be. Yeah. That's that's excellent. and And so through all of that, right, you have a heart. Well, you have a heart for marriage in general, mm-hmm. right? But I'm going to pick out two areas. And we're going to talk a little bit about those two areas. One area is the entrepreneurial side of it. Right. And being able to establish a business and still thrive in your relationship. The other is intimacy, which is a key component of thriving. Right. So let's start on the let's start on the business side. What would you say is the number one mistake that people make? in marriages folk that are married and are in business specifically together what is the what is what is a crucial mistake that you often see happen
2: well it's interesting that you pulled out the marriage and entrepreneurship and intimacy because i think that you can't really pull the two apart i think that um, being successful in your business and your marriage requires a lot of intimacy and Mm. when i say intimacy i don't mean intercourse i mean opening up, Mm -hmm. sharing your dreams, sharing your vision, sharing your wins and sharing all of those insecurities that come with entrepreneurship. So whether you're in business together or whether you're building a business and your spouse is supporting you, Mm -hmm. you've got to be willing to just crack it open and be like, man, this is really hard. And Make, I'm not sure I'm any good at it. Right. And and allowing them on that journey with you, because I think it's a real mistake to be like, I know what I'm doing. I got this. I don't need any help. Right. Mm. And then your spouse has no clue what they're doing. They just know that you're putting all this energy and focus into something that's not your family. Mm. Um, and so I think being able to share your dreams, be really open and and honest with your spouse about like, this is this is my, this is my vision. These are my goals. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take energy. A lot of times it's gonna take financial resources away from the family. But I feel really strongly about it. I'm gonna make some mistakes along the way. Um, but, you know, I'd really appreciate your support, your love, all of those things, right? So that is the definition of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: That's I love how you put those two together because <coughs> because they are. They are interlocking Mm -hmm. as it relates to your success.
1: I got a question. Go ahead. Did you feel that support from your husband when you started?
2: Yeah. So I have not felt it and I have felt it. Mm -hmm. And I have um, figured out a lot of things that took me from not feeling supported Mm -hmm. to feeling supported. And so that really is that 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 is my course, that is what I teach. Like, I feel like that's what I give to my students is (sighs) that understanding. I mean, there's so many nuances there. Like, like when I was feeling so unsupported, it was because I wasn't opening up and sharing. It was like, I was just trying to chug along and like hide that I had these secret dreams and goals. Right. And Mm -hmm. so he didn't take it seriously because I didn't like, You know, I didn't share how serious it was. Okay. So, all of these years when I was like building businesses and, you know, he, he, the, uh, like I mentioned the business I had before this Mm -hmm. and nobody ever took me seriously. I never really shared; It wasn't really serious. I didn't take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. So when my husband was like, this is taking a lot of time, like away from our family. And like, what if I just paid you 50 bucks and you were just done? Right. Like Mm -hmm. I kind of deserved that because I never opened up and said, Hey, this is really important to me. And mm-hmm. I realize that it's taking this time and I see the sacrifices that you're making as well, mm-hmm. you know, and I value that and those types of things. So that's the type of intimacy that I teach. So yes, I have felt very unsupported and now I feel very supported, supported, but it, it's definitely been a process and a lot of trade secrets and learning along the way. Wow. Very good.
0: Yeah, that's good. And, and, I believe that there is a great deal of value in doing that in being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and in putting yourself out there and um, giving the opportunity to to build that intellectual intimacy, if you will, where you can kind of do that back and forth and, you know, and have that support. Let me ask you this. What would you say to the person who? feels like they are doing that but they're not seeing the same kind of return that that you saw as it relates to opening up and and sharing
2: yeah so opening up and sharing can be really scary and and part of the fear there is like i'm gonna open up and share my heart and he's still not gonna take it seriously right Mm -hmm. so you know i Mm could still be rejected right so that is a real fear and so uh my my advice or what I would say to that person is let's find out where the resistance is coming from, because it shows up very differently. But a lot of times it it comes from the very same, well, which is, you know, their fear of, of losing you and time with you and you being so focused on something that they don't understand. Right. Or it, you know, it, it typically, it comes from a loss of connection or, um, or, or some fear, like Mm. some, like maybe their parents were entrepreneurs and that didn't go well or something. (laughs) Right. So it's typically something. So I I encourage people not to see resistance or pushback as a bad thing. Like, like find out why get really curious and find out where the resistance from your, from your spouse or your family is coming from, and then see if you can't like cater to that a little bit. Mm. So, um, you know, the first thing would just be the mindset shift or mm-hmm. the first trade secret, I would say, is just the mindset shift. Like, it's okay. So, you know, I shared my, I shared my, I was vulnerable. I shared my dreams. I didn't get the uh, the uh, response that I was expecting or looking for, hoping mm-hmm. for, right? Mm-hmm. But m- let's let's get really curious and find out why. What's behind that response? And then, you know, and then working, just working on it.
0: I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it because you, you, you're, you're alluding to something that we say often, right? You, we, we tend to react to something that is, is a, I guess, a symptom of something Something else.
1: else. Yeah. Right. Right? And so,
0: so what I'm hearing you say is that we need to do a little bit of digging, peeling some layers back trying to get a sense of where that's coming from and deal with that thing and and that's tough right
2: yeah you always want to assume the best like okay so he's still not responding the way that i was hoping for but like why like what's at the base of that right Mm -hmm. and so just keep digging keep getting really curious um and 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 typically you'll find that that their intentions are good like they Mm -hmm. They're, they they do not want to see you fail. They don't want to see you hurt. They don't want to lose, you know, this attention from you or, or whatever. Typically, if you can, if you can give your partner the benefit of the doubt and you can get real curious, you can usually get to the root of it and it's something good. I like it. I like that too, because like you said, you always
1: want to assume the best, you know, your spouse, mm-hmm. why would your spouse want any you know there's no ill will there your spouse you know your spouse and that your spouse would not want is not being vindictive or being spiteful or mean for no you know no reason Mm -hmm. obviously there's a reason for you not receiving what it is that you hoped that you'd receive your spouse loves you Mm -hmm. so why would your spouse not want the best for you Right.
0: That's good.
2: Sometimes yeah. they think they want the best for you. But <laughs> right. Not quite
0: sure. Yes. Right. And it's and like you said, it could be based on something, a, a a point of reference that they have not gotten over. Right. Or it could be something within their family of origin or something along the way that they've experienced that now has given them this has created this lens that they view these types of things through. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't you
2: find that almost every conflict in marriage has something to do with that? Right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just get to the root, really, where it is. You can solve a lot of problems.
0: Mm -hmm. You can solve a lot of problems, and so you—you did actually what, in my mind, what I thought you might have done as it relates to kind of merging those two areas together. I feel like it's that's really important as it relates to um, building. A business. Now, I want to talk to you about something else, right? My wife and I were talking about this before, mm-hmm. uh, before the interview started, and so I'll let you talk about it.
1: Yeah, we just wanted to ask, what advice would you have or give to couples that are pulling double duty? Meaning, we have this, we are entrepreneurs, but we also have nine to fives. So- mm. You know we're trying to juggle the two, balance, the, you know, we have a family. We have a teenage son. we have, you know, we have adult daughters. they don't live with us, but we have a grandson. you know, so family, you're nine to five and entrepreneurship. how how would what would what advice would you give to a couple on how to juggle and balance all of that mm-hmm. and make sure that everything, gets the attention that it needs and deserves. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I would say a lot of grace, a lot of honesty, (laughs) a lot lot of of vulnerability, and just really checking in Mm -hmm. because sometimes it is too much, right? Yeah. So you've got to just be able to be very, very open and honest with like, man, I'm exhausted tonight. So like, you know, maybe, maybe you record this podcast episode on your own or something like just Mm. being able to just be very clear about like checking in with yourself and be like, is this too much? Like, am I Mm. doing too much now? Mm -hmm. And, you know, asking for help, asking for support, and then just being honest about what you can and can't handle. Cause that's, that goes back to that story when I, you know, had three kids and I Mm. hit rock bottom, it was because Mm. I wasn't being very honest about. The fact that I just couldn't do it all. Right. And so I think it's just checking in and being like, Am I filling my own cup? Mm -hmm. Am I being really honest about what it is I can handle? And then am I serving from my excess or am I so serving? from, you know, my, my lack. And wow. so just making sure that you're not, your cup's not getting empty mm-hmm. and you're trying to just keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. I haven't ever used this analogy before, but when you said that I was thinking of a gas tank, right? Like mm-hmm. if you keep going on empty, you're going to screw up your engine real right. bad. Right. <laughs> yes. so you got to yeah. make sure that you're checking your oil. You got to make sure that you're filling up with gas and you've got to make sure that you, you know, can be real honest with each other and be like, This feels like too much right now.
1: I love that. And I think you spoke to me because, (laughs) no, I'm serious. Because a lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes, you know, we'll have something to do. Oh, we have a podcast to record. We have someone to interview. Oh, someone wants to interview us. And sometimes I'm like, oh.
2: I, and just that need a warm
1: bath. I just i just need a <laughs> <Yeah>. warm bath <laughs> but i, I love I, I love that you said you know sometimes you know maybe you need to do this interview by yourself because i think for me and i i hope that if other listeners are feeling this way that they'll receive this as well I feel guilty saying that to Ollie sometimes because I feel like this is our thing. And so we need to do this. Mm -hmm. We need to interview people. We need to be interviewed. We need to do whatever on the website. We, 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 we.
2: But sometimes
1: I just feel like I just need a minute. And so I really appreciate that you said that little thing really Mm -hmm. spoke to me you know babe maybe you need to do this podcast by yourself
2: yeah and what if and what if he said to the listeners like hey denise is feeling a little under the weather so i put her to bed and here i am Mm -hmm. right so it's it's just gonna be me tonight right right?" yeah yeah i think that
1: just people if you're listening set yourself free with that that's all i have to say
0: yeah because (laughs) because it it i think you said this before and you said this earlier, it's a process, right? Mm -hmm. And so often the mistake that many of us make on this road to entrepreneurship is that we feel like we just have to be 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 10 all the time, Mm -hmm. right? I just, I saw something on social media where it said um, something along the lines of, you you gotta forget about this notion that um, the most successful people don't ever sleep, yeah. and don't ever do this, and yeah. operate on little to no. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's great. That's ludicrous. Like yeah. stop that. Mm-hmm. And and when I saw that, I was like, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. I don't have to be up 24 hours a day. Like that's that's crazy. That's nonsense. So mm-hmm. just just.
2: And I think people <laughs> don't relate to that, anyways. I mean, nobody relates to somebody who's perfect. Like none right. of Very us are true. Perfect. Like right. you, yeah, true. you're like allowing people to show up imperfectly when you do that, right? right? Yeah. So, yes. um, I have a mentor who talks a lot about the difference between the Marvel comic characters and the DC mm-hmm.
1: Right? Mm-hmm.
2: Mar- characters. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, people relate to the ones that have. Uh, that have imperfections, right? The ones that are perfect, nobody relates to those characters because right. nobody is right. like that. Mm. Nobody's indestructible or whatever. Right. <laughs> you yeah. can tell I don't get into the comics, but, <laughs> Me either, but I, I, get, I it. get that that principle <laughs> mm-hmm. where you relate to people who they have weaknesses just like everybody else. You're like, yeah. oh mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I can relate to that person. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and that's but good. if they're they larger
2: than life and they have like nothing ever goes wrong for them, you're like. What I, can you tell 700%. me, right? Mm-hmm. What can you tell me?
0: That's that's great advice too, and and like you said that that's freeing because it is freeing so freeing. It, it just allows you to go at the pace that is that is comfortable for you. Um, if you are running down the highway and I'm walking down the highway, at some point we're both going to get to the same place. You may get there quicker, but I'm not I'm not going to be out of breath. <laughs> you,
2: right. you know, what I'm saying?
0: and you well, might not you be break either. Let's down,
2: I'm right, beat you.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that that is phenomenal. And the thing
1: is that pace is not, you know, go at your own pace or whatever. But that pace that doesn't mean necessarily that my pace is going to be this slow pace all the time. It's just for me to refuel. It's just for me to get do whatever I need to do to get filled back up. You know, so I love
0: that. You know what, we um, we're we're kind of coming close to time. Like, I, you yeah, know, Monica, are. I could keep you for the you know hours and hours. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, but you know what, I feel like I I did have some other things I wanted to touch on, but I felt like maybe that was the important piece. Yeah, and maybe it was just for us. We hope that it was for (laughs) folks that were listening as well, but maybe it was just for us, this podcast episode. And some of them have been like Mm -hmm. just, you know, takeaways just for us. Now, we we have not even talked about we've talked about one tenth of what Monica does. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're really going to have to connect with her and we'll we'll talk about how you can connect with her. But I wanted before we turn a corner, I just want to touch on something that you talked about in your um, in your bio right and you talked about just um believing that there are no two people on the planet who love each other more than you and your husband mm, that's right sweet. that's your belief right absolutely and yeah. you would love to help individuals believe that about their marriages as well
2: mm. you want to know the trade secret to that absolutely mm-hmm. that's
0: exactly where i was going it's <laughs>
2: just a decision i just decided that there are no people on the planet that love each other more than my husband and I. So once I made that decision, I just reverse engineer it to make it true, right? So there's no magical fairy dust secret to that. It's just a decision. I just decide every day that I'm gonna love my husband more than anyone else in the entire world. Oh, I could cry.
0: Let me tell you what's major about what you just said, right? And it's something. It's a mistake that we make. Mm-hmm. You said you made that decision, and then you reverse engineered it to make it true.
2: Mm-hmm. So often,
0: great. we often we do not allow ourselves to make that decision until all the variables are in place. Right. I absolutely love what you said. That's great. And for those of you who are listening, right, and 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 we we've coached. Couples and we've talked with individuals who at the beginning, you know, just from the gate, it's just rah, rah, rah. He didn't do this or she doesn't do this or he mm-hmm. doesn't. And. You really could decide that this is going to work or mm-hmm. this is what it's going to be and then go back and and build the steps. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is the house we're going to live in. That's what yeah. I've decided. Yeah. Now, let me go get the wood and the right hammer and the right nails. And let me find the floors and whatever I need to make it that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Right. You you got to find the blueprint, right? You you got to make the blueprint. But but there, the blueprints are out there, right? Like right. I have a blueprint. So if you want to live in a house like mine, a house where there are no two people on the planet that love each other more than then just you just need a blueprint.
0: Right. That that is. Um, I think that's where. First of all, let me just say this. I, we got to have you back. It's just we have to. It would be to. my
2: honor. It would be my honor.
0: But what you just said, I think, is a perfect place to, to segue, right? Um, like we said, for those of you who are listening, there's so much more. And you'll be able to connect with her. We'll, we'll let you know how. But that is, that is a major takeaway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Make the decision. And then do the work. If you see a house that you like, then ask about the blueprint. Mm. That is gold. I love it. Thank you, Monica, for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. So we're going to turn a corner. um, And before we allow you to just let us know how we can get a hold of you, we just want to play a really quick game with you.
2: Do it. Um, I love
0: games. Just a one-minute game. Nothing you gotta think about. Just a just a way for us to get to know our guests.
1: Okay. I'm gonna try to get through this without <laughs> coughing or sniffling. You might have to take over. If you
0: need me to do it, I can do it.
1: But it's called the 60 second think fast. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna ask you ten questions. Woo! Each hey, do it's, it. it's it's easy. Each question has Um, a choice and you have a choice of two things you can pick from and you have to pick one for example what's your favorite color red or blue those type those types of things and um there's 10 questions we're going to try to do it in 60 seconds oliver's going to set the timer to put us under a little bit of pressure and let me know when you're ready i'm ready let's do it let's
0: go
1: okay here we go see the movie or read the book read the book summer or winter summer morning person or night owl both
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how about morning person okay small town or big city oh such a good question both
1: um big city (laughs) car or truck car gym or outdoor exercise outdoor exercise tropical island or ski resort easy tropical island mm-hmm. action movie or comedy comedy every time baseball or football football every time last <laughs> one try a new dish
2: or play it safe oh always try a new dish oh uh, nice a lot of a lot
0: of time to spare a lot of time okay, to spare good, good, good. good stuff good stuff you, did it. Awesome. Who, you said football every time what's your what's your favorite team
2: Oh, Dallas Cowboys! Oh
0: boy! Hey, I hear you. I hear so you. So you have a lot of folk who. uh you have a lot of of enemies, huh? Oh, no. You have a lot of haters. You know
2: what? Though, I mean, I live in so if you, my favorite team is Boise State now.
0: Okay, okay, mm-hmm. college. Okay, that's
2: mm-hmm. where I live. But I grew up. My dad had season tickets to the Cowboys. He still does. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. Even though he can't even go to the stadium, um, but. I mean I grew up with like Emmett Smith Yeah, and, like,
0: classic yeah
2: yeah like the best like Michael mm-hmm. Irvin like mm-hmm. oh man and and my dad so my dad graduated with the guy I think he graduated from college with him that guarded the the locker room where mm-hmm. they would come out at halftime right mm-hmm. and Halftime for every game, I'd get to go down and I would get to see them like come out of the wow. locker room. Like sometimes they, would you know, they'd give you five sometimes, and those are just like that's my awesome. players. Like yeah. I awesome. just loved them, right? So, but they were they were really good back then, right? right? Yes, man. Like it was just like yeah,
0: Und- undeniable. They mm-hmm. were just they were running they were running over everybody.
2: I mean, I even remember their numbers. Like <laughs> oh, that's I don't so cool. Them. Like those those cowboys and those players back from when I was a kid, like that was that was it, right? That's, that's good that's stuff. Awesome. Good memories. That's
0: good stuff. Listen, we are so appreciative of you taking out some time to speak with us mm-hmm. um to have this conversation. We are so grateful. Thank so so grateful so. for that and, and all of the nuggets that you shared. Now listen, like I like I said, for those of you who are listening, we did not even touch on We not even a fraction. Of you what didn't Monica, even ask me about
2: sex being
0: I, Exactly. I, you know I have exactly, it, and that's I have and that's where we were going, <laughs> here, and I was so disappointed because I was like, "That's where we were going." <laughs> I have it circled here and everything. So, listen, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to connect with her, and <laughs> we're going to get her back so that we can talk about it in another episode.
1: Let me just read this. Yeah, sentence.
0: just read it. And then. <laughs> this,
1: this sentence is from Monica's bio, and it says, "I help passionate female entrepreneurs." prioritize their marriage while crushing their business goals through a system called sex spionage. we got to do another we have to we have to we you Listen, gotta come back we need to talk specifically we gotta about do that. a
0: whole we gotta do a whole episode just on that
2: yes you got it you got it good
0: in in the meantime however for those of you who who just can't who are just like, what in the world is that mm-hmm. you got to connect with Monica? So how can we connect with you?
2: So you can find pretty much anything on my website. It's www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com. And there you can get links to the podcast. You can get links to training in the art of sex Um, or um, I'm on all the social media platforms. Um, I especially hang out on Instagram at Monty Tanner one.
0: Nice. And so we'll make sure that that's in in the show description as well.
1: Monica, say the title of your podcast, because I think I screwed it up
2: in the beginning. You did great. It's On the Brighter Side with a Little Squiggly Marriage for Entrepreneurs. Okay,
0: On the Brighter Side, Marriage for Entrepreneurs and some great guests. I kind of skimmed through a couple episodes, um, but definitely connect with Monica Check out those episodes, check out everything that she does. She has some offerings and some things that, uh, that she can do to help you. Like if you, I know that we got something. Mm-hmm. So I'm certain that those who are listening got something and we didn't even scratch the surface. Right. Can you imagine that? So you have to go check her out immediately following this podcast. You
2: guys are awesome. I'm going to try you as my hype crew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, we, we thank you. Um, it has been our pleasure. And we will get you back. We'll have a whole Damn, episode man. on Sexpionage because we definitely want to dig into that. Yeah, um, sure. And I'm sure that our listeners will want to hear about that as well. So thank you again. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content, and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.